Hi, this is Dustin's brother, Brennan, and I never listen to none taken. Is it weird if I'm not wearing a shirt? <laughs> is it weird if I'm aroused? I don't know. No. I just didn't know. <laughs> Why is my camera so high? Uh, I don't care. in your erection? <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. How are you? Uh, I was doing fine until like... I just found a chip in my lap and ate it. Um, well, there's a reason. I was pouring chips and recording it, so it fell off onto my lap. Here, you know what? Let me play the sound effect that I recorded right before the show. I was going to have you guess what that was, but I think I just gave it away. <laughs> you kind of gave it away. I would have not guessed chips. So that, that was, that's a pretty cool Doesn't sound Doesn't it sound like a, um, like a drum roll? It kind of sounds like a waterfall a little bit. I don't know. Oh, like a rain stick. Yeah. This could be our sound when we need it to rain. Here. Chips in a bowl. I don't know The shaking of the bag, though, gives it away. Yeah. Yeah, but you didn't. If you didn't have the shaking of the bag, I would definitely say rain stick. (laughs) It's a dumb show sometimes. Um, Oh. I'm not wearing my shirt because I can't get up and put a shirt on. I was doing fine until like five o'clock today and I put my, I have a, my tools are in a backpack. Like it's a nice backpack. Uh, it's a tool bag. Um, and I put my tool bag on my back and then I leaned forward slightly and my back was like, fuck you, the fuck you are. And then I like walked like a fucking literally like I had to stick up my ass, like out to my truck and put my tool bag there. And then I had to get gas. So I had to like hop out of the car. I'm just like, I oh, dude, shit. I'm fucked up, but I took a hot shower and Natasha put a lidocaine patch on my back and it didn't yeah. feel any better. Oh, and I took a 800 milligram ibuprofen still hurts. So I'm <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I know. Um, I have had this happen once before, uh, but not with any, like I just woke up and my back hurt. Like, I think I literally yeah. got out of bed bad. And I like, I was working with someone that day and I just made them do everything. Um, mm. and then I woke up the next morning. It was fine. So I'm hoping, but I don't know, man, I, I'm old, you know, oh, I feel it, man. I feel it. It's, uh, it's I, I literally never thought about being grateful about the fact that I can lean forward <laughs> or sit down without feeling your back compress. Yeah. Yeah, man. It sucks getting old, bro. Yeah. Well, um, I have some trivia for you to start oh. the show. Okay. But since you, I found out you didn't listen to the show last week with Slickets, first of all, how dare you? I'm like, that means we're not caught up on shows. Like, I can't have listened more of None Taken than you have. <laughs> I have to edit it. I don't listen. Right. I don't listen. That'd be narcissistic. Um, so I want to get you caught up with six of my favorite sounds from last week. No, five of my favorite sounds from last week. Uh, no, okay. four. Four. Because one of these four, is old. Four. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. The okay, so let me just say that with four of my favorite sounds from last week, uh, and it would be really good. I thought you were about to take a drink. I was like, yeah, that's a good time to take a drink. I'm going to hit this button. Get your hand off my penis! Is that? <laughs> Get your hand off my penis! That's an Australian man getting arrested. This is also part of him. Are you waiting to receive my limp penis? <laughs> what? Are you waiting to receive my limp penis? That's pretty funny, right? 
That's pretty receive. funny. That's what you get for not listening, Alan. Um, and I got two more. <laughs> you get to receive a lip penis. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, get ready. This is uh, <laughs> two. That was, yeah, so this was, that was an Aussie being arrested. Uh, and then here's, this is, this haunts me to this day. Does that sound like a parrot? A little bit, yeah. I, I couldn't quite make parrot. out what it so said. What's the matter, darling? Oh. Okay. And then this. Uh, okay, okay. And then this. Okay. I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm not gonna hurt that's, you. That's 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 horrible. creepy. I'm not gonna hurt you. Just, everybody just turned the podcast off. This isn't how you. <laughs> Damn it! All right, let me ask you that. That's trivia creepy. As do you fuck. feel like you're caught up? Don't you wish you listened? I feel like I I, I do. I'm gonna I'm gonna listen now. All right, good. Um. All right. I'm so, leaving. I'm leaving though. I have to listen right now. No, I can't, don't I can't do that. Well, show. at least download yeah, okay, okay. this one, and then you can go do that. <laughs> Um, all right. So I have a trivia question for you that kind of blew me away. And then there was a bunch of other facts that I uh, learned when I was listening to this podcast about, uh, ultimately it was about Credence Clearwater revival. So the name doesn't mean anything, uh, somewhat. So like Credence, nothing. Clearwater is out of the, uh, there was an Olympia beer ad that had like Clearwater said in it. I think it was like the Clearwater of Olympia. Um, so that's Clearwater oh, okay. and Revival because Clearwater, I always thought maybe it was Florida related. I don't know. Um, mm. And Revival was meant to be like, you know, so it was like 69 and they were nice. Nice. Right. It was 1969. Nice. And they, <laughs> they were like, we're, we want to be like rock and roll without any of like the hippie baggage, psychedelic stuff, just like straight up, like blues, rock and roll. Hmm. Uh, yeah, okay. sort of Southern country, you know, depending on the act. Right. Um, and so that was revival, right. They were trying to like bring back the traditionalist. Um, okay. So that's not the trivia. Where did they originate from? Where did Creedence Clearwater revival originate from? I always assumed the South somewhere right? like, uh, yeah, Texas, they- so- Oklahoma or something like that. They were kind of yeah. So they always when they went on their first tour, they were worried that like the Muscle Shoals guys would like hate them, and they were like, "Well, mm. we totally thought you were from here, but obviously you didn't work with us." So like, but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah no, we, we were happy. Yeah, uh, take a guess. Now think of some of their songs. There's one song in particular that it's not the city, but it gives you a closer geographic representation, and not it's not the Bayou. It's a, it's the other song. I- because I was going to say, it's got to be on the Mississippi somewhere, no, right? No. Um, it's not. Okay. So think of that song, uh, Lodi, up in Lodi again. They're not from Lodi. They're not from Lodi. They're from El Cerrito, California. No shit. The Pacific waters of El Cerrito, California. <laughs> yeah. Holy fuck. Right? I would not have guessed that in a billion fucking right? years. Right? That's wild. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's pretty bizarre to me. So the, so here's a pretty cool fact that I found out about them. Um, when it, Starting in 1969... They their first song was a top ten hit, and it was um, "Suzy Q," uh, mm-hmm. and which I think explains that weird harmony they do in the middle of it. If they didn't, if that wasn't their first track, they probably would have been like, "Somebody would have been like, hey, we're not doing that shit." Uh, I, mm-hmm. That always takes me out of the song. Anyways, um, so first track was first top ten hit was "Suzy Q," and then they went on a streak of fourteen consecutive in a row. <laughs> Consecutive and in a row, 14 consecutive top 10 hits 
in the space of two oh, years. So from 1969 to 1971, they basically would have like if retail was what it is now with like music playing in it, they would have mm. been like Taylor Swift to us. We'd be like, fuck you. I right. never want to hear Taylor Swift, Coldplay and like <laughs> what? Um, John Mayer, all in one. John Mayer, like, yeah, I yeah. never fucking want to hear this shit. Oh, and like Marine 5, throw that one in there too. Just and Train. Train was the band I was trying to think train. of. Train. Oh, my God. I, I hate Train. Dying to play uh, that's wild. I had no idea. That's more than the Eagles. They had five number twos, but they never had a number one because it was 1969 to 71. It was still... People don't think about it, but like the same time that Woodstock was happening, like doo-wop shit was still like playing on the mm, radio. Yeah, yeah. And it was like sugar, sugar or something that, like, that beat them at a number one while they made five number twos. And, and four, t- not five number two is not, not the poopy one. <laughs> five number twos in the course of two years. We're uh, dropping deuces literally out here. Um, <laughs> that's wild, right? That is wild. I thought you hit the button. I was, I was gonna, but then I realized mm. that I thought you had, you had a witty retort. Then let no. me just say a non sequitur. Can I say a non sequitur? I'll hit the button. Do it. We're listeners, this is our news show. We're going to get to it eventually. Um, I, I, you know those flyovers they do at big at football games where like the F-15s yeah. and the stealth bombers cruise over? I yeah. want, I really, I want them to do that at the London game. <laughs> Y'all let me in this damn house. Should we record? Yeah, one, two, three. All right, you ready? I am ready. Are you recording? <laughs> Yes. Took a little <laughs> bigger swig than usual. Right. You want to start a show? Oh, let's start a show. That podcast is filling your head with garbage. I no offense taken there. Well, it sounds like none taken. Boom. Friday Headlines Roundup Edition of Not Taken. Where every week my good friend Alan sorts out the headlines I throw in his direction into a tidy little list. We come on here and talk them at you. Because I listen to 13 hours of podcast a day and Alan watches at least three hours of cable news. So you don't have to. For your antidote to mainstream media. Oh boy, another Friday is upon us, Alan, and I think I have some. So, another Friday is upon us. Wouldn't you be doing smithies? Something gay, no doubt. What? What? You know, lighthearted, fancy free. Mothers, lock up your daughters. Smithers is on the town. <laughs> exactly, sir. Exactly, sir. Uh, hey, uh, what the hell? Thought I had to, thought I knew the spot to play that hour. <laughs> Timed it perfectly. I, I was happy I hit that. Um, man, we're here. It's another Friday. Um, I have not looked at most of these headlines at all. I've seen plenty of news come across my social feeds. And every time I open my work phone, to, it, before I do anything, it opens on my news page. And I'm like, oh, what is this? Five minutes later, I'm like, I think I was supposed <laughs> to like pop punch in from lunch. Like, I don't remember. So I have seen the news, but I don't know what you have for me. So I'm as looking forward to this as the listener. Yeah. So let's get into it, man. We got U.S. and world. We got some fun stuff in here. Some uh, 
we're starting with DeSantis because this guy, man, oh, this great. guy. Now I was just in his state. Oh yeah, you were in Pensacola. Yeah, it was weird. How did it feel? Did it feel very Alabama? Free? Uh, felt Alabama-ish, and did it feel free? Is that what you said? <laughs> yes. Is that because I, I for th- what, like one thousand percent was like I feel less. Like, I didn't feel like it was a free place. Like, I felt, I mean, I don't know how to say that. It didn't feel like, whoa, I made it into Florida and I'm here. The only thing is, I, I couldn't remember if I was allowed to have a concealed firearm while I was in Alabama. And I had it in my uh, fanny pack. Mm. And I was like, once I made it to Florida, I was like, okay, I don't have to worry about that anymore. But, like, other than that. What's the what's the cannabis situation? like? In uh, I don't it's, even know. it's medical prescription or convenience store fake stuff that works. So they don't have recreational legal. No, but you don't need to with the fake stuff these days. It's crazy. It works for you. It's pretty good. You said that before. Me, yeah. But the Delta about Six, the guy, whatever that is. Delta Sex, that's what it is. <laughs> All right. Headline number one. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis <laughs> designed a signed a bill banning public funds from being used for diversity, equity, and inclusion hmm. at state universities. And they continued push against what he terms as woke ideology. Get your hand up my penis! Sorry. <laughs> Felt related. <laughs> so in his continued quest to be against everything quote-unquote woke, he's signing additional uh, laws uh, into the books there. So essentially they can't teach uh, anything DEI related at any of these uh, universities unless it's required by like federal Okay. Education laws. So they'll, the um, federal education laws are probably going to get modified to require that. Then that's the next. Dance. I think there already that's might the be step some, in the dance. Yeah, but but that would super. Also, these are that would supersede. These are state state schools. Is that what it is? So like Florida State University, or is this like the community colleges? Any state university. So yeah, Florida State University. I don't believe yeah. community colleges would be impacted by this. Okay. Um, but it says state universities only. Mm-hmm. So. I I mean, clearly he's trying to set himself up as the anti woke candidate. That's his mission right now. Um, and which I get it. There's so like he, currency in that is sort of pushing. Yeah, you know, there's capital in that, like to to be sure. able Political to capital. cash in. Yeah, but uh, I just it doesn't mean anything, and it's so like amorphous. I don't, like there's no. Like, I don't think it's going to be enough to if, if that's what he thinks is going to push him over the top versus Trump. I don't think it's enough. It's a popular opinion. It is a popular opinion, but it's it's just, it's just not enough to combat over Trump. The, the sort of to yeah the sort of rabid support that Trump has right because because be the cult to, right like so when yeah. um, even if like DeSantis wins Iowa, New Hampshire, and Vermont in a row. Trump's she not going to, no but if he does, Trump's not going to back out. There's so sure. many, there, there are very oh, few no. people that have endorsed, I think two governors have endorsed Trump. So that leaves a lot of red state governors to endorse DeSantis. And they're obviously waiting for a reason. There's no reason why they like, are they waiting for Trump to give a pitch as to what he is as a president? We've seen it. Like they know. We already know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So although I mean, we've, we've seen, we've seen a lot of big donors flee the sort of DeSantis camp. Um, yeah, but they didn't commit to Trump or maybe some have, but like there's as many that are like, I'm waiting to decide where to put my money and that you, you wouldn't do that if you were like, I want to give my money to Trump. Like they have yeah, the opportunity I, to do I it. Guess, I guess if you're that guy uh, with that kind of money who is, you know, a conservative Republican sitting on the sidelines, maybe you don't like either of your options and maybe you're just like, fuck, because <laughs> we think know what Trump is. Way. We've had it. Yeah. 
You what? I don't think yeah, they think I, that I way. Like, I don't think they have that. Like, they have to participate. Oh, I'm sure they'll get in at some point. Um, but maybe they're waiting to see who the actual front was. One of the things that he signed, um, I, I mean, it's not, you just talked about DEI, but um, mm. what was one of the things that he signed about like trans, like tr- there was some trans thing and it was for adults? Mm, there was a bill signed, was it Florida? Yeah, it was, it was Florida. Florida. Yeah. Banning um, transition care for people under 18 i believe i know but there was one for adults like they needed to get approved by like a couple of different state boards as opposed to just you know seeing a doctor that will let you so like not seeing a doctor not seeing a medical professional but it has to be approved by the state board a state board like have i said that enough a government appointed board has to approve your gender you identify as like even if the person listening to me thinks that someone changing their gender is a silly concept I don't, I, I very much doubt that you at your core having that opinion are someone that believes that the state should be in charge of what you decide. Should be the do. one that signs right. off, on what, so, especially if you're an adult. So like, I, I just, sometimes something gets said in the right way and you're like, oh my God, it's almost like you removed a burden of a way I was thinking. Like that's happened to me before. Mm-hmm. Honestly, in a large, to a large extent, the Russia stuff kind of was like a weight was lifted once it was like, dude, like clearly isn't what they made it sounded to be it's not nothing and certainly he was like i I hope i'm not taking over another uh headline but certainly it wasn't um it wasn't nothing but at a minimum the guy did a bunch of shit that would sound like what somebody that committed the crimes they were being accused of would have done like the whole russia russia we'd like to see that russia i think you might want to find those emails um, mm. like that happening the same time that Hillary is concocting that as a campaign strategy. And, and it's worth noting that in the Durham report, it's that Russia believes that it was Hillary's strategy and that the FBI at the time was acting off of that presumption. So the Obama air Comey, Comey, the Obama time period, Comey, was offering off of the operating off of that presumption, but like they were offering operating off of Russia's intelligence opinion of Hillary's strategy. And at that time, Trump was doing things that matched that. It's like, sorry, man. Like um, I heard Ziegler talking about it and he was like, if there was an accusation of sports gambling and then like with players throwing games And then Mm. you heard people having conversations next, or you heard players talking to each other about point shaving and you like, you know, the couple of other things like that. But then in the end, it turns out nobody actually was. I don't know. That's, that sounds really similar to what happened with Russiagate. Like, (laughs) like it certainly wasn't, um, a well, a well-ran ship. Right. And then there, there was a lot of wishful thinking by the Democrat. Well, I think that the, 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 the knock on the FBI is that they kind of went in just based on sort of un they, they just they just took the story at its face as opposed to actually looking deeper and deciding well, is this really make any sense? Um, but on its face, yeah, it was not nothing. I mean, there, it wasn't like they went charging in there for no reason or because they were politically motivated entirely. Yeah, entirely. Um, yeah. yeah. This is far away from uh, that, but yeah, um, 
I think at some point I was making a point that you shouldn't want to. Oh, that was it. Russiagate uh, perspective change for me was like a relief. I was like, well, thank God I don't mm. have to fucking like hold any water for somebody else's opinion on this in that way. Uh, and, and I think, you know, I was probably late to that, but it was like 2020, 2021. I found it was like, come on, man. Like, you know, it, it's not nothing, but it certainly isn't as much as, although I don't think either of us ever thought it was going to be like, they directly cooperated. I thought it was like, inadvertently they did these dumb things and we should be concerned right. if our president is doing exactly. these dumb things. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. But there were all those weird things. There was that server in Trump tower talking to the bank. There yeah. But that, that was that the ping. Shit, that was like the spamming. I know. Stuff. It, right. But it didn't. all, it, it's just on the surface. Right. It was like, Oh, right. something's going right. on here. Right. Uh, but if you look a little bit deeper, it's like, Oh no, there's not really much here there. All right, let's move on to the next okay, one, shall we? Okay. Wait, one last thing. Okay. China is asshole. Yeah, also that. I'm a cut. What I know they're too far away. I got to change. One one more thing. The um the same people that like ran those opinions about what happened and insisted were the truth. The, those are the people that call like me an extremist for posting the wrong thing online off of the information I had at my fingertips. All right. That's all. <laughs> all right, it's your turn. Oh. I forgot how we do this. It's been a while. Montana <laughs> Governor Greg, pff, not even going to try it, Republican. Uh, Greg Republican of Montana signed. Can, do you know how to say that? Gianforte? Did I nail it? Yeah, I think it's Gianfort. Oh. But... Gianfort? Yeah. Well, shouldn't be spelled like a Kia Forte. Uh, Gianforte <laughs> uh, signed a bill into law banning TikTok from being downloaded or operated in the state. The whole state? whole state so like all 500 people that live in montana my mom my mom was born in montana do you know why i know that <laughs> because she told you i was well that's also why but you know why i never forget that why because <laughs> there's a song do you want to hear the song i do now yeah my home's in montana i wear a bandana my pony is silver my saddle is gay when riding the it's gray when riding the ranges my luck never changes with spurs in my stirrups i gallop away wow yeah butte I montana born and raised in the playground is where she spent the entire day because education in the 50s and 60s in montana all right i don't know what do you want to say about that? that's dumb banning tiktok big sky country like, yeah yes yeah go look at the sky uh, why, uh, why do they think that that's going to do anything? I don't know. I left it in here cause I just think it's bizarre that an entire state's going to like say they're going to ban an app. Well, um, there, there's already, uh, TikTok has already filed an appeal, um, to it. So we'll see what happens. I just think it's kind of silly to be honest. I agree. I agree. It's, uh, overreaching and, um, you know, these things always come at, at the tail end of fads. So it's like, mm -hmm. great, thanks for just fucking like putting your fingers in and changing the dynamics of an ecosystem for something that was on its way out anyways. Like, I hate to sound like a fucking uh, libertarian or Republican, but the, I mean, that's that's the issue with like um, antitrust in historically. Most antitrust cases come as those entities have lost their power and are fading out because it's just, it takes time for bureaucracy to catch up with stuff and it's like all right take that standard oil it's like well we've like break us up into pieces sure whatever like, like <laughs> also if they still if they still had the power they'd have enough lobbyists to prevent it from happening yeah so. yeah that's true that's true all right <laughs> yeah all right let's let's move on uh the man who placed a fatal chokehold on a new york city subway passenger surrendered to authorities on manslaughter charges last week man's laughing daniel sorry uh, not with this subject 
Daniel Penny, 24 years old, says he was attempting to restrain Jordan Neely in self-defense. So we we talked about this a little bit on the show. We were kind of hesitant to really have a take on this because we didn't have all the details yet. I still think that we don't. Um, but there was a lot of concern that the cops seemed to be like, you know, like, fuck it. We're, he did what he did. We're going to let him get away with it. Uh, clearly, that's not what's happening. He is now being charged with manslaughter, um, which, at least on the face of it, seems like the correct charge. Um, you know, I think we'll continue to follow the case and see where it goes. But this seems, uh, I think all the well, people that seems, were seems like, appropriate. Like, I mean, I don't think yeah. that, I mean, alternatively, you're saying that no one should have to face judgment for, ste- yes, stepping up in that situation when people felt threatened. I don't know. But if that is the case, uh, ju- if that gets to the point where that person dies, I think, you know, there's a phrase that people say they mean when they carry a gun around, you know, I'd rather be judged by 12 than carried by six. Right. Like as mm. opposed to your casket carried, like I, like this is the extent of that, you know, it, it, it does suck. Uh, but I mean, even captain Sully had to go face a, a, a board review and they, they, they tried to throw the book at captain Sully. So, you know, even do-gooders sometimes have to face the trials. Tom Hanks? Tom Hanks himself, Tom. who says the AI can portray him uh, in the future. He said so. I saw that. Yeah. I saw that. That's cool. Um, I think yeah, we skipped this next I think one. it's fine that he does that because he's already playing every other thing anyway. So it's like, oh, great. So for perpetu- per- perpetuities, uh, Tom <laughs> Hanks is playing everything. I got to tell you, um, you know, since I took the Advil and it didn't work and I had the back patch and it didn't work, I went to the old reliable... The old timey mm. answer to everything, and oh, yeah. uh, it's working. Yeah, it's <laughs> good. Fine. Good. Get that warm feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you'll skip this next one unless you, you care about you it strongly. Yeah, but it's your turn. Um, to talk. Yeah. All right. Ukrainian air defenses shot down eighteen missiles aimed at Kiev last night. Uh, I think nights it was ago. two nights ago now. In what Ukraine described as an exceptional air attack on its capital city, um, I, I don't know. I have no clue where this conflict is going at this yeah point. i know and um, like does, like comfort with it in western countries is declining or support for it is declining yeah uh, although uh Zelensky just you know visited what he visited the pope and then he, I think and he went with to germany. germany yeah yeah and germany said they're going to give him like three billion dollars worth of weapons uh so the, the west is still you know ostensibly you know behind ukraine it, this uh um, i mean the, the russians are thinking, are evacuated well go ahead go ahead did you listen to that um, the Kissinger interview they had on the? I did. Yeah, it was weird, but I think he was. It right. It was weird. I think he was right. Explain that. I don't remember his point. I just well, remember <laughs> agreeing with him and not liking it. Yeah, I mean, his point was that he thought that oh, we should be working towards de-escalation, right? De-escalation, and that if we we can't really allow. Like if Russia ends up just crushed by this and just has to walk away with his tail between his legs, that's, that's not, not good, good either. Either we don't want and interwar China's, period Germany on the scale of Russia. Yeah, and then from China's perspective, they they don't want either side to really have that happen. Um, and so China sort of seems to be trying to negotiate something. I don't know. China's man. like it's, when you uh, play Jeopardy and you know there's three contestants and the first person buzzes in and gets it wrong, the second person buzzes in and gets it wrong, and then the third person you look at them, you're like you realize that you just gained the amount of points that your two opponents lost. And then they buzz in. You're like, "Duh, you idiot." Like cuz now if you get it wrong, you're back to zero, but like you still like you're up 800 right? Like you right. follow me. You're up whatever they lost. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that, that's actually a good analogy. China's going to buzz in. Uh, China's definitely going to buzz in. Did I you listen to that podcast good. about um, the war game strategy? They did like 24 war games, and they determined that the U.S. will win in all of them. However, um, there's going to be like aircraft carriers lost. There's going to be thousands of people. Like we're going to have Marines flown into Okinawa and do a base that's already been, a, you know, uh, destroyed. It's this is if China attacks Taiwan. Yes. In 2026. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Listen to that. I have a sound for it from next, uh, next episode. I'll send you a link to it so we can talk about it on Tuesday. Um, the other thing I was gonna say is Russia's, uh, retreating from Bakhmut. And it's like, I say that like that's some victory, but the whole time they've been fighting there, we've been like, why is Zelensky why like putting there? his fucking foot down on Bakhmut? Like, because right, like, because right. Russia's willing to throw everything at it too. So like, if we, they want to burn fucking, if they want to work up XP points, like we'll just keep killing, <laughs> um, what, trying to con- farm XP conscripts. Yeah. Against conscripts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's sad. There seems it's to be tragic. a lot of I, tension but... between the um, what's the group? The uh, the LDR or the L- the no the 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 Wagner group. Oh, there seems Wagner. to be a lot of tension in the Wagner group yeah, and the too. regular forces of the army as you, well. You, you upset Way um, when you say it wrong. You know that, right? Who do I upset? Way? Wait, yeah, it's Wagner. You know it's Wagner. Wagner. Yeah. God, <laughs> I'm sorry, Way. Okay. <laughs> Please go on. What were you going to say? Like uh, the catering no, coordinator that between... fucking started a military? Is that who you're talking about? Pergosian? Yes, that guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of tension between him and his forces and the regular forces of the Russian army. Um, and he's been sh- throwing a lot of shade at some of those other generals, too. Yeah, because Shogu. Is it Shogu? Is that how you say it? That doesn't sound right. Shogu, the fucking uh, defense minister or whatever, has been mm-hmm, mm-hmm. pilfering money for the last, like, 10, okay. 15 years. Yeah. So yeah. they're like, first of all, our nukes, like, all the copper wires have been stripped out of right. everything. Yeah. And, like, we've just been taking the funding to maintain it. And, like, mm-hmm. I, I think I heard, like, a, a reasonable conservative estimate is that Shogu has somehow embezzled, like, a third of their military budget over the last decade between like him and his cronies and stuff. Now I've heard similar things. Yes. To be fair, they don't have the same military budget as us, but still we're talking about a lot of money. I mean, it's a shit ton of money. Yeah. yeah. And that's why and a shit ton of stuff that doesn't work anymore because Putin surrounded himself with yes, men. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Uh, They also, they, I mean, they, they took out two of our, uh, our, how about that? Uh, Oh, I'm going back. The, we uh we gave them uh, Patriot batteries, and they I guess they took out two of the three Patriot batteries. Oh, I didn't see that. Uh, oh, I sent you that episode of the Intercept. I don't know if you listened to it yet or not, but um they had an interview with a reporter. Yeah, that man that sounds like of, an old lady. Yeah, he was he was saying so. His position. He just wrote a piece in like the Nation or somewhere. We are going to talk um, about this on Wednesday, but to give give the listeners a taste. A little taste. Okay. So he is talking about uh, who blew up Nord Stream 2. Um, and we know has Cy Hirsch had that uh, piece he posted on his Substack saying that it was the U.S. that did it. That never really made all that much sense to me. But uh, Putin reporter, started repeating it. Yeah, of course. That was an easy narrative for him to buy into. It's um, American sense. This repo- yeah, this reporter also you know, doesn't believe that's true. And he's been reporting on the intelligence committee for decades also at this point. Um, and I, I, I think believes, their argument makes more sense because it has more like reality and facts around it rather than I, 100%. It, with Cy Hirsch, you have also, to be like 
okay, you you know, you have one source that knows everything about this whole thing. Right. It's like, yeah, and I know a guy that used to work at Area 51 that Joe Rogan put on his podcast. Right, exactly. Exactly. And this guy's point is all about they had motive and they had opportunity. In other words, they had the, the will to do it, the reason to do it, and they had the stuff to do it. Um, and he believes it's either Ukrainians or... or whoa, 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 or whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get into it more. To it on Wednesday. It's a taste. All right. Yeah, yeah, uh, okay. Is it my turn to talk? It is. Turkey, because they like to be called Turkey now, remember? Turkey, mm-hmm. it's just fun to say to mock them. Like, here, you want me to say your silly word? All it does is make people realize that you're called a bird. Turkey held a general election. Uh, the closely watched presidential race, uh, it, it was ha- it, it's going to have to have a, a runoff on May 28th. Oh God, that is a poorly worded sentence. I had to rebuild it, build it on the fly. And even let me read it how it was worded. The closely watched presidential race will head to a May 28th runoff. I read held instead of head. That's on me. Uh, after uh, neither incumbent, so neither uh, neither Erdogan or his uh, primary opposition, Kamil uh, Kilkardoglu, Kilkardoglu. See, okay, Kilkardoglu. Kilik- Daroglu, Kilik Daroglu. That's yeah, close enough. All right, Shashevsky clinched. Uh, neither of them got to fifty percent. <laughs> so if nobody gets to fifty percent, then there's no winner. We have, have to runoff. have a runoff. Um, now yeah. to be now the fact that there's a runoff means that there was more than just two candidates on their uh, election. So with right. some of those other people perhaps shedding their loyalties. And they now, but then it has to be decided if those people are going to go with the opposition or if they like Erdogan. And it's believed to be a tighter race. And now that it, it, it's not going to be easier for the opposition. It's not like the Florida Senate. No. Um, it seems likely that Erdogan's going to win it. And he's got yeah. control. He got very close to 50, by the way. He got to like 49, I want to say. Yeah. Um, so pretty close. And he's got all the levers of power, which has enabled him to sort of buy votes in this entire time. Um, so even though he's resided over the worst inflationary environment in the on the planet for the yeah, last Argentina's few years. trying, but yeah, at least they're Argentina's not, not like we'll lower interest rates. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, he, he, despite that, he's been able to buy votes by you know lowering the the retirement rate where people can get um, you know money monthly from the government. Wow. He's done all kinds of things to sort of essentially buy votes. Um, and even though people are you know, distraught about the inflationary environment. They're also like, oh, I like these checks that are coming monthly. Um, so, I mean, it worked yeah, for it Trump, likely. right? Sent out all the checks much. with his signature pretty on much. it. Did it? They had to have his signature. Yeah. Oh, that um, was so, weird. so it seems pretty likely that he's going to, to win again. Um, yeah, which is disturbing. This is a NATO member well, that is essentially, I mean, it's not entirely an autocracy. Our country is a fucking close. aircraft carrier. We need permission to land That's there true. so that we can be, uh, you know, flying around in the Middle East. It's, it's kind of true. Yeah. Actually, not, not kind of. It's entirely, entirely like pivotal to 2003 invasion of Iraq was, will Turkey let us uh, use them as an air mm-hmm. base? And they did. All right, moving on. Okay. Uh, Ecuador President Guillermo Lasso. This is a Lasso. crazy story. Hey, Ted Lasso. Uh, will, Bill Ted Lasso. Lasso. Well, Guillermo's William, right? So Bill Lasso. Yeah. Dissolved the Can we call him Bill National... Lasso from now on? I think we should. Okay. okay. Ecuadorian President Bill Lasso dissolved the opposition-led National Assembly ahead of an impeachment vote against him. Lasso <laughs> used a mechanism called cross-death that lets him temporarily rule by decree but requires snap presidential and legislative elections. 
So it's called cross death because essentially it, it kills the, the legislative body and also the executive branch. What is that they in Spanish? Have to call like Cruz, Cruz, Cruz del del Muerto. Cruz you know what? I read de, it. De I don't Muerto? think it's Cruz. Cruz, de, Cruz is cross. Oh, it's probably a version of Cruz because it's cross. It's, it's a version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, something like that. I'm sure it sounds cooler in Spanish uh -huh. than it does in English. Anyways, but essentially, they're going to have to. Uh, have new elections and the election board or whatever said that it's probably going to be in the next 90 days. And it's um, got to so, be, are, can the election board be created by these former parliament members that he dissolved or whatever? Uh, it can be. He, ha he has very limited power going forward from this because of, he gets to rule by decree. Yeah. But there, there is like a, like a judicial board or something like that that has to approve anything he does. Oh, um, so it's not like he's just taken power entirely, but it is still pretty. Wild. You read the article. This is part of this is part of their constitution, though. By the way, they have like a nuclear option where they can just blow shit up. But that's crazy. So like a president can be about to get fired, and then there's they're like so. Now we're thinking of that in the uh, version of like American democracy, America. Yeah, but like you oh, know, put the sound, play the sound. Uh, oh, thanks. So we think of this in the version of like American democracy, right? And like, you know, mm, you know we invented is, this. This is shit. not that. Nah, these yeah. guys, they don't know what to do with this privilege, <laughs> right? Like, give them democracy. They don't know what to do with it. So, you know, so you got to have, you got to write the... down a back door for the uh, president to get out of in case he's got a runaway populist parliament. That's what this is. So his, his detractors are, are claiming that he has allowed the state-run oil company to make some deal with another company that's that's a bullshit deal. It's going to cost the country hundreds of millions of dollars, um, which may or may not be true. I don't know. I, I, I looked into it. I can't come down one way or the other, but that's what their claim is. Hmm. Uh, he says it's not true. Um, he says he's done nothing but improve the revenue from the state-run oil companies. I don't know, man. But do you, you really think like that there is a, a case? There is a case, actually? I think so. To, yeah. to so you get a guy like this running a state run oil company and that the, there's a potential for them to skim some off of it. You, you tell me they're not going to. Of course they are. Like <laughs> That seems more likely than not. And unless he happens to have not done that and had the right. fortitude to actually use the Cruces de Muerto. Potentially. Yeah. Potentially. Probably yeah. not. Anyways, right. interesting story. We'll, we'll stay that on is, it. That is. Uh, Deutsche Bank agreed to pay $75 million to victims of Jeffrey Epstein to settle a proposed class action lawsuit that alleged the bank facilitated Epstein's sex trafficking ring. Deutsche Bank did not admit to wrongdoing. Did, sorry. Deutsche Bank did not admit to wrongdoing. They didn't have to as a part of the settlement. Uh, Business ethics. Sorry. Now, interestingly, uh, prior to banking with Deutsche Bank, he banked with J.P. Morgan Chase, which I believe is the second largest bank in this country. And there are similar lawsuits um, against J.P. Morgan Chase, which are larger in scope, like higher dollar amounts. Um, so this doesn't seem like a good sign for them. If if Deutsche Bank's being held responsible, yeah. feels like they could be as well. Did so, you know that you it. couldn't be a bank in multiple states until like 1994? I did, yeah, I did, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. That happened while we were, like, <laughs> cognizant of the world. That is pretty wild. It was weird when I moved from California to Detroit, and I was like, you don't have a Bank of America here? They really didn't have one at that? Nope. When did nope. you move? Oh, wow. Uh, 2006. By the time I was moving, they were coming into the state. That, that is pretty wild. Well, there used to be, like, 
like what 30,000 banks in the United yeah, States. Yeah, there used to be a lot more. Like yeah, and now there's like 18,000. I don't know the number, but like just still a lot of banks. Still a lot. It's a lot of banks. Um all right. Uh I mean my bank, the bank I bank with, there's only probably like 20 branches. It's all northern California. Like, yeah. Yeah, I I still use a credit union from California because I just yeah. I have to go into the bank. You know what's funny? I went to um one of my uh, armistice army. I talk about uh-huh. it all the time. I <clears throat> I remember one of the first times I went there. I gave him my debit card to pay, and it was one of the owners who happened to be running the bar at the time. And he's like, oh, where are you from? And so I told him, oh, I'm from Napa, Snowmary. He's like, oh, cool, yeah, that's where uh, me and my sister grew up, too. He's like, Redwood Credit Union um, actually has a whole division in their bank that just funds breweries. They're the ones that that funded us. I'd go out of my way to get into that bank. Yeah, me too. I was like, oh, well, I'm definitely keeping this bank. Yeah, (laughs) nice, nice. (laughs) Yeah, so that was pretty cool. That's the advantage of of local regional banks, you know. They they see an advantage to yeah. investing in things like that, and so that's they make it happen. Yeah, I mean, they still probably have an algorithm, but it's more oh, focused. Sure. Like the data put into it is is localized. Yeah, yeah. They understand the local advantage. Right, yeah. right. All right. Do you yeah. want to do? Uh, do you want to take us into science and tech? Yeah. Okay. So the World Meteorological Organization forecasted that Earth has a 66 percent uh, chance of breaking the one and a half degree uh, Celsius threshold set in the 2015 Paris Climate Accord for the first time in the next five years, driven by a surge of heat from the El Nino weather pattern that is expected to be temporary. So just essentially, what they're they're saying that it's extremely likely we're going to break all kinds of temperature records in the next few years, but it's not going to be Permanent? A, a permanent that's not thing. the permanent change be, yeah it's gonna be driven by el nino hmm. um still concerning so it's a mixed it's a mixed bag of news but it's ultimately not good right and yeah. i mean the problem is that that kind of even a one and a half degree um difference can still drive all kinds of oh my problems gosh, yeah. i mean it's like five talk about is that like four degrees something like that and so, yeah, and in some places it can be higher, like because different places are affected. No, but that's like four degrees um, Fahrenheit. Yeah, four. Yeah, um, so you could talk about mass waves of of migration because places are right. just not inhabitable. You can talk about famines because crops won't grow. You can talk about wars for the same reasons. Um, yeah, it's it's not good. You're stressing me. You out. need to relax. Yeah, I need you to relax right now. <laughs> Uh, OpenAI, oh, this is soothing. OpenAI CEO Sam Altman testified before Congress about the rapid progress and oversight of artificial intelligence, highlighting potential risks. OpenAI created the widely popular ChatGPT AI product. Have you, um, have you used that as your search engine yet? Like, have you switched to that at all? Me either. No, I, I apparently it's very I've listened easy. I've to a lot right? of podcasts of people who have, but I haven't done it personally. It's very easy to do. Like you could do it like in a switch right now, right? Like you just open up a because it's available. Bard is so. on Google, I believe, and I don't think yeah. you have to be part of a test group at all. I think they just give it as an option. You can just do it. Yeah, I think Bing also has an option uh, with one of those AIs. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the um, the feedback from that testimony was like, you know, finally here's a guy who's asking the government for regulation. Versus all these other, you know, your Facebooks of the world, et cetera, are like, no, leave us alone. We got this covered. Um, whereas he was kind of went out and was like, yeah, you guys probably should do something about this. And the way that which they, was, f- which is kind of weird, but also like, I don't know if that makes me feel better. No, <laughs> like, no, it, it concerns me. But I think, yeah. that, I think that what he recognizes is that like, 
this isn't an arms race. Like whoever gets there first is just going to do something horrible. Like there isn't like some, we're going to get to the end of this and it's going to make anything better for anyone. So like if, if we as leaders in this can make that really clear that, you know what, we, we done goofed, maybe we shouldn't go too far with this. Um, you guys are all trying to, I mean, like it's a force multiplier, right? Like the, the way you think about like almost anything you can think. I was in line at a drive through today and I was like, man, this guy has a really good voice. I was like, he should be like an AI, like this should be the voice. And then I was like, well, that wouldn't be hard. You just put chat GPT on the drive through. It'd be a lot easier. And the, it could be I've, conversational style as a response. Like it sounds like you said you wanted, you know, a double cheeseburger, no fries. Yeah. yeah like, did you want, would you want to supersize that? Um, yeah. I mean, I was reading something the other day about uh, voice actors for like audiobooks, and some company was essentially that, that does that was essentially saying like we don't need people anymore we can just use computers you just put a style that you want and you and you can make it proprietary you can say like mix samuel l jackson with michael jordan and now it's just different you know and it's like i didn't or read this book like sam harris would right but you'd have to like change it right like you say like read this like because i think if you did it like that if that was truly the prompt then you would that you could Risk being sued by yeah, that person. right. But if you make yeah. a new style that's a almost mashup. like a better version of it, like just why wouldn't yeah. you do that? Yeah. Uh, the the thing that make I go it back Obama to Obama and Sam Harris and uh, Christopher Hitchens and there then you, go. you know there mash go. it up. There I the one thing though I said it before. You know I know you listen to the Daily and they use that Autumn. Did you ever hear that ad for yeah. Autumn? That next yeah. time listen to it. It's totally an AI. They it never breathes. It drives me crazy. Mm, it never breathes. You've mentioned this before. It, 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 I, I yeah. have heard it. Yes, yeah. I agree. All right, I agree. Uh, oh, All right. Uh, Elon Elon Musk confirmed that Linda Yakarino will become the new CEO of Twitter. Yakarino was NBC Universal's global advertising chief until Friday. Um, so Elon's going to stay on as the chief technical officer. He'll still be in charge of you know product. I think he's um, better in that of, position at this company. I agree. I agree. Um, I don't know what she's going to do though. He's such a strong personality. Is right. he really going to let her? That's like know. somebody was suggesting that Trump and DeSantis should have ran together like Pompey and Crassus. No fucking way. But like, <laughs> but well, Pompey and Crassus. No, they rip each other's throats out. Oh, who was it? Hold on. This is going to bug me. Oh my God. Mm. No. Who ran together? Co-consoles. This is important, Alan. Oh, I yeah, fully agree. Oh, right. There was always two. So that's not how I'm going to find that search. Um, oh god hold on I am holding this is gonna be great (laughs) you're calling your asshole brother trying you son of a bitch (laughs) you really is an asshole brother alright I said call me back lol so he doesn't freak out when do you call anyone anymore it's like oh my god who's dying now all the grandparents are dying this is like Something, something bad. Okay. Um, all right. Well, let's get on to the next subject. And whenever he answers, but anyways, there was the the two consoles, the two like enemies that joined and said, "Wow, jokes on you, Rome. We're running together." Uh, so people were saying that DeSantis should do that with with DeSantis and Trump should have done that. It's like, who's Batman and Robin in that scenario? Like, right? Yeah. But like, Trump would be also, a much better like... like CEO. And DeSantis would be like the operator, but that's not what the vice president does. So like, it's no, yeah. I also think that there would be such a weird vibe in that room. Like, cause they're, 
DeSantis is awkward already, and then Trump <laughs> is his own kind of awkward. It would just be it would be a very like you could not be a staff staffer in that room. Like yeah. it'd just be too weird. Yeah, it'd be too sure. weird, man. All right, uh, moving on. You think it's your turn, Econ? Hold the on. first one there. He okay. says he's too high to talk. Oh, that's funny. Joke's on him. <laughs> that makes me want to hear more. Yeah. Do you get the feeling? I'm not. Ah, I was about to say. I wonder if I if I'm bothering him. What, what do you think "too high to talk" means, guy? <laughs> um. So this is really important, and I need to get. Hold on. Let me switch you over. Are you there? Hey. Hello. Ah. Hello. There he is. Okay. So I'm doing my podcast, and of course I was I, I I went on a tangent that started talking about Rome. Oh, sorry, ladies and gentlemen, this is my asshole brother Brennan, who's too high to talk. God damn it, guy! Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> hey, guy is perfect. So so keep that energy. Um, I was trying to remember who were the two generals that Rome was like. Oh no, who's gonna run for consul? And they're like both of us. Uh, You're the only Jesus person I could just Christ. call and ask. And I, obviously, it's not Pompey and Crassus because that's the triumvirate, unless they did that first. And I can't Google it because if you type in two consuls, you just get every year of Roman history. Right. It's not, it wasn't um, Marius and Sola, right? They hated each other too much, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, it definitely wasn't them. That was the Civil War. Were. Was it Pompey and Crassus? You know what? It must have because the triumvirate was its own thing. Uh, right, right. They they weren't uh, they weren't consuls at that point. Right. They were triumvirs. Crassus rose to political prominence following his victory over the slave revolt. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pompey uh, sharing the consulship with his rival Pompey the Great. It was Crassus and Pompey the whole time, which actually was the first thing I said on the show. This is what so, I get when I doubt myself, and then I infected you with it. I'm so sorry. No, no, that's totally fine. I mean, it's <laughs> especially when you you go back that far, and it's not like the only way to the only way to really remember that uh those those granular details is to just constantly be reading about right. one subject right. over and over and over again right. right yeah and you're reading into the little nuanced bits of it which is fun but then like a year goes by and you forgot all of it though because you have to keep going back to it to keep that front of mind <laughs> right right it's fun but there's so much other history yes. out there i mean there's the entirety of the human experience so you just i mean i don't get me wrong i love rome as much as the next a true citizen but like <laughs> come on that's that's yeah yeah it's nice to have a phase in but you gotta expand <clears throat> right and you can come back to it you yes, can uh, you dip to. your toes back into that well right right yeah. you, you kind of have to do that with any subject matter yeah. if you want to you know stay sharp well i think this went rather well i'm sorry for bothering you <laughs> no it's fine it's fine i just uh you know was so completely unprepared and blindsided yeah. in every capacity but yeah no it's that's totally fine boring. dude don't worry about it <laughs> all right well that's our style all right well uh ladies Cheers. and gentlemen my asshole brother see you brother all right fucking great bye, bye. <laughs> uh hold on if you'll allow oh. me our first appearance. Find my asshole, brother. And yeah. we're back. Uh, okay. And we're back. You want to talk about the economy? Uh, yeah, just do that first one. I he think sent, we'll he just sent me a text. One. What a dick. Uh, that was all for the show. <laughs> He's actually mad. Damn it. Well, uh, he didn't sound mad. No, you fine. played up not being mad really well. <laughs> right. uh, tell me what to say. Put your cursor on it. 
Uh, it's where yours is actually. Okay. Uh, President Biden. Oh, by the way, when you do that, it like I can see your cursor jumping around, and my ADD can't think. Just in the. It, oh. You do okay. it like as like a uh, just to keep yourself busy, and every time I'm like. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Alan like highlights sentences just for fun while he sits there listening to me and I can't talk. If you ever see me lose a train of thought, it's usually because of that. That's uh, so what I'm blaming it on. President Biden. And speaking of neural decline, uh, president cognitive decline, President Biden and congressional leaders met again yesterday to negotiate as two days ago to negotiate over raising the debt ceiling. House Speaker McCarthy suggested a deal could be reached before the end of the week, which would be when we're listening to this. And President Biden said he would curtail an overseas trip to focus on the deal. Does that mean he's not going to Hiroshima? Uh, I thought he was going. I think he is. Because he also said he's not going to make a statement. Short. He's like, he's not going to make a statement. Yeah, of course. I, you know what he's going to say? I'd do it again. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that meme. That's a good meme. Um, Nema politics. So, yeah, Don't so follow them. They, they, are, um, they are continuing to negotiate. It seems like maybe they're going to uh, compromise and allowing some clawback of some of the uh, Inflation Reduction Act spending, um, good. which isn't a lot. So maybe they figure something good. out that was a over, Again, That was a bloated bill. That was one of the ones that people couldn't read. They negotiated on certain shit. Like, like. <laughs> It was not none of the like. There was a few things to maybe be like. Well, I'm glad some money's going to that, but overall, it was like this is just a wish list, you know. I mean, I, I'm. Do you feel me on that or no? Uh not. I mean, well, I, I mean, I sell that... sell me on the Inflation Reduction Act more. I mean, there was so many things that had nothing to do with that. that they put in a name that you couldn't vote against. Right. Well, they, there was a lot of uh, funding. <clears throat> excuse me. There was a lot of funding for sort of like the Green New Deal type stuff in that act. Um, that they sort of, you know, lumped in there. I, I don't have a huge problem with some of that being reduced. Um, I I don't think that it was worthless. I think that it probably would have been useful for the future of our economy. Um, but if it's slightly less than what it was, I'm 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 okay with that. Um, again, Yellen has said that we likely will run out of money by June first, and that's not good for anybody if we default on our debt. So. My uh, hope, which hope is not a strategy, but <laughs> my hope here is that is that they do come to some sort of resolution and we can move past this. I would really like this to be entirely taken off the table in the future. Like, <laughs> I don't think this should be uh, any sort of... I think the only way we get this have... to go away as a potential weapon is for them to not pass anything and for the president to just be like... The 14th Amendment thing? Yeah, I mean, if there's a unitary executive, thanks to Dick Cheney... I think I'm open to this if it makes the other side say, fuck, we better not fucking agree with any spending bill that we aren't willing to pay for. I mean, that's really what it's like. It's that's what it should be. That's what it should be. It's a legislative. And it's not like the president actually makes sure we still pay. It's just that at that point, the executive branch will ensure that that those functions get. There's a lot of departments that fall under the executive branch. It's not the president. It's people the president hired. Yep. All right, I'm going to skip this next one, and we're going to go into other news. I think this one is interesting. This is the headline is, sorry, I was scrolled down in the article. Damn, this is a long article. Feinstein suffered more complications from illness than were publicly disclosed. Um, she does not look good after returning to the Senate. Um, Dude, it appears that she, she was like, really had it. She was like, I wasn't, I've, I haven't been gone. She said, <clears throat> "Mr. Fein- or Ms. Feinstein appeared confused about the warm greeting when a small group of reporters asked her about it. I haven't been gone, she said. 
When pressed on whether she meant that she had been working from home, she pushed back in a manner that suggested she might not have been aware of her long and politically charged absence. I've been here, she said. I've been voting. Please, either know or don't know. Now, there have been examples prior to her having shingles where she asked, like, the same question in the Senate hearing, um, like, almost, like, verbatim, uh, like, five minutes after she already asked the question, apparently not aware that she'd already asked it. Yeah, so and then she, like, went and hugged her opponent old. afterwards and, like, something. Yeah. She, there was, like, a hearing that she There's, said was, like, one of the worst things that's ever happened, and then afterwards her and Lindsey Graham were like, I love this man. Thank you. Yeah, there's been some weird stuff. Um, she's called hearings that were she... really consequential, like one of the best hearings she's been a part of. Like just mm -hmm. just autopilot, you know? Mm -hmm. It's sad. So, like I'm not saying this gleefully, but I am saying that like, I I'm sorry, she shouldn't be there. Like mm -hmm. she shouldn't be there. I tend to agree with you. I tend to agree. Uh, we've got a lot of these in other news. I think there's one. This one's just funny real quick. Okay. So I'll just. This is a quick one. Um, so they're they're starting to put pickleball courts in malls. <laughs> like Yeah. Like the, um, Specifically like though. Old like bed bath stores yes. and like Saks Fifth off Fifth Avenue. Like these stores that have gone bankrupt, these huge massive storefronts that That's perfect. Uh, have gone vacant. And there isn't anybody that really wants that retail space. So they're trying to find ways to use it. They've done things before. Like they've actually I've seen them put churches where Walmart yep. used to be. Um I've seen them do gyms, um, all kinds of things. Anyway, drone so now drone races. Yep. Yep. Now doing pickleball courts because apparently pickleball is taking the nation by storm. Uh, I've never played personally. Have you? No. It reminds me of waspy Northeasterners and I'm not a Yankee. So fuck you. Like... It's funny you say that. My, uh, my <laughs> So I, um, I have access to like a, I don't know what you call it, almost like a Slack channel for my corporate office, even though I'm not based in corporate. And uh, they have pickleball corp, uh, pickleball courts. Oh, and they're Northeast Company. They're North. They're New Jersey, yes. right? <laughs> uh, Boston. Okay, or, they're or Massachusetts. Their IT yeah. was New Jersey. Whenever I would, because or yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways, so I, I see all these posts about oh, let's go play pickleball today. Like the whole team from this place is going to go play. I'm like oh what God. the hell? Yeah, it's, it's a big thing apparently. Yeah, but it's it's fucking Yankee shit. Like nobody in the South should be playing pickleball ever. Like, they, <laughs> I mean, having pickle the title feels like it should be yeah. a southern sport as well. You, you know what? It's Georgia fucks. Guys that are all wear, already wearing like polo shirts tucked into khakis. Like, the Brooks as, like, Brothers crew? Yeah. Georgia has a look like golf. Georgia has a golf look because golf's big. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm specifically thinking of the University of Georgia. But like there, that's that that's a that's a game that I think that Georgia would do some parts of Florida because the North's already in there. But I mean, you you get into is like Connor, a pickleball player. I'll ask him. I don't know. I once he hears this rant, I think he'll think twice about it again. It's, it's true. You know? Like, yeah, he's like something always bugged okay. me about this, and that's what it is. Yeah, seems like something Tom Brady'd be into. A hundred percent. Yeah. But oh. wait, did I tell you I bought some Uggs the other day? No, I get that Tom Brady made you think of Uggs though, and that makes me laugh. Uh, I'm not going to knock on Uggs. I used to swim. That's like. When Uggs got popular, it was the weirdest thing to me because I was like, you mean the thing I wore with my parka so that I wouldn't be cold between races? Like, oh, that's funny. People made fun of them, yeah. and I was like, yeah, but they feel amazing. And then all of a sudden, everybody wears them. It's like, I told you, and you laughed at me. They look very much like Vans, the ones I bought, and I got oh. a super good deal on them. Um, they're comfortable as fuck, dude. I know. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not going to hate. No, they're good for like loafing around in, you know? Yeah, yeah, they're comfy. 
All right. Um, I think you can skip, skip that, that one. one. Yeah. We talked about it already. Uh, automakers are taking AM radio out of cars. That's, that's we grew up on radio. I don't like this at all. I don't, but at the same time, I feel like anything, mostly anything I want would want to listen on AM, I can get as a podcast, mm. um, or has migrated to FM. Like uh, KMBR, the local sports station here, now has an FM, yeah, you know, version. Yeah, and all this um, talk radio those... migrated to FM. Like, I, yeah. So it did so it happen it's everywhere. Better sound quality. It is. But you don't so, have as wide of a you get a far uh, further broadcast on AM though. Yeah, the cool thing about AM was like you could listen to the San Francisco AM station in the Central Valley, and it, like it, you could totally pick it up at night. And I did at night. You could get a better signal for Don and Mike mm-hmm. from Sacramento, and yeah. so like I think for, at like eleven when they re-air it, you could you could hear it. I used to yeah. tape. I used to tape it on actual cassettes. <laughs> <laughs> I used to sit in my parking lot in Sonoma. Yeah. Yep. And listen to it because you're like yeah, up on a hill I, or I had, something. Or you yeah, I had just, a certain spot uh-huh. I knew I could hear it at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good times. I don't so know. You'd get the there and the somebody be in the stall that's best, and you're like, "Fuck, I have to park over here." <laughs> that happened. Yeah. Okay, yeah, sorry, man. Happens. Um, all right, and then this last one. Um, so, uh, something like six Philadelphia Phillies players have died of this sort of obscure form of brain cancer. People are claiming it's because of the AstroTurf that they used on the field that has it's, all these um, PFABs, I think they're called. It's essentially these chemicals that uh, are used in making plastic. Um, and they, those chemicals that people warn you about, like in your dinnerware or whatever. Water that, bottles you that, used to. Water bottles. Yeah. Stuff, yeah. Yeah. We used to have to have warnings about them, I think, at Bed Bath. Um, yeah, because they're, they're like called forever chemicals because they just don't break down like ever. Yeah. So if you get them in your body... They're just going to keep circulating, and eventually they can cause damage. So people are blaming that the, that type of astroturf on those brain cancers. I don't know. It was the Inquirer who did most of the uh, most of the investigating there, so I don't know how you trust. Can that. I try to persuade you a little? First of all, I believe it's the Philadelphia Inquirer, you dick. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, That's the but I could be wrong. Um, I just saw Inquired assumed. Sure, I mean, sure, sure. Well, here, how about how about I give <laughs> you a reason to be more suspicious and uh, maybe okay. maybe maybe agree with their claims a little bit better, actually. Um, okay. Do you know? So this was made. This was there was an era where the word astroturf was like you know Kleenex and Google, like it, it yeah. became generic for a thing. But mm-hmm. the first version of it was astroturf because it was made by the manufacturers of astroturf. Alan, it was actually a brand name. Do you know who? manufactured brand name astroturf had to be houston right uh you, perhaps it was the atomic age okay was it like a halliburton or something that monsanto oh monsanto so of they course. totally had poisonous chemicals in that shit yes like yeah, that's, that's, they had whatever like gave um bo biden his brain cancer that the army did mm. yeah yeah, that doesn't seem surprising from that company. This a god last goddamn time. I want somebody who uses fucking brain to not come out of a goddamn record that, that's up tempo, and I got to talk about a fucking dog dying. Sorry to do that at the end of the show like that. <laughs> that is our last headline. Jeez. Probably could have said that before I played the sound, but you know. Uh, um, I had a note down here. Eyes left, so uh, I meant to play a sound on the Tuesday show. Um, from the eyes left podcast, but the show was already two hours and 40 minutes. So I think you're fine yeah. with this. Um, it, it'll last long because the story somehow hasn't broke 
major yet, but we've talked about it here. Eyes Left Podcast, we played clips about it um, a couple months ago when they broke the story. The Eyes Left Podcast broke the story. They did the investigating, broke the story of DeSantis being the JAG officer in Guantanamo that found that basically found the way to finesse the rules. He was, he was there ostensibly to make sure that the guards didn't violate any of the prisoners rights, but instead he found the way to toe the line and get things cleared in the eyes of the federal government. And, mm-hmm. and then also become intimately familiar with the prisoners and then leverage that to give the te- the interrogators more meat to work on in terms of their torture. Yeah, essentially, essentially, he presented himself as a friend of the prisoner, or at least an advocate for the prisoner, and said, "Look, I'm going to make sure that you know you're treated fairly." Um, and in so doing, as you said, he was able to develop relationships with these these prisoners, find out what they were afraid of, what bothered them more than other things and then feed that information to the interrogators to make their life worse um he was present when they were being forced fed uh um in ways that were just you know it was which which involved like bleeding out of organs or you know orifices diarrhea vomiting etc um and by all well by at least first-hand accounts that that they had i think they had one at that point from the ice two now but yeah uh, that he seemed to be like he was gleeful, like he enjoyed yeah. watching it happen. Yeah. Um, anyway, so uh, I've been in touch with him, and we're trying to work out a time where we can record. When you say him, you mean the guy from Ice Left? The, yes, not Ron DeSantis. Not Ron DeSantis. Yeah, no, and not any of the tortured inmates. <laughs> All right, let's do, let's move into media. Yeah, yeah. What have you been consuming? What's been in your media? All diet? right. So I watched Dungeons and Dragons. Nerd alert. Thieves. Yes, it's very nerdy. Starring Chris Pine and Michelle Rodriguez. I gotta say, I really liked it. It's 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 humorous. Um, It's you have to like if you're not familiar with what the D and D sort of universe, I think you could still watch it. Uh But if you are, you're gonna be happy with their like hints at things. Yeah. Okay. It's not forced. And sort of their. It's probably funnier if you're more familiar with it. Like the new white um, men yeah, can't was, jump movie is going to be where it's like, oh, that's a line from the first one. I get it. Ha ha ha. Not like that. More like when you see certain creatures and how uh, they portray them. Like nice. Oh, like um, Dune. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. Like um, Dune. I don't know. I thought it was a fun ride, man. I enjoyed it. I really did. And I wasn't, I didn't know what to expect because a lot of times when they try to adapt those things to movies, it doesn't go well. <laughs> no, I know. And, uh, yeah, I thought that was pretty. I thought it was pretty well done, and I, Chris Pine and Michelle Rodriguez are great in it. Um, they're fantastic. Um, I can't remember I, the the slimy guy. I don't know who he is. I recognize slimy his guy. face, but I can't. I don't know who he is. Anyways, okay. very good. Um, I also watched The Recruit on Netflix. Good. It's a. It's okay. It's like. It's a CIA. You know, a young CIA agent kind of show, right? Oh, okay. And he kind of gets in over his head, kind of stuff. Yeah, it's it's very cookie cutter. Yeah. Um, like a lot of Netflix stuff is. Yeah. Um, but if you just want to throw something on just to is chill it a out. PSYOP? It, are all those bad. PSYOPs? Are all those like we're in an age where we need more? This is basically we need a Top Gun for spies. Kind of. Hmm. Yeah. It yeah, it's, it's not bad. It's just not like it's not it's not groundbreaking television. It's not Breaking Bad yeah. or Better Call Saul. Oh, but it's speaking okay. of which, I watched Better Call Saul season six. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, it was really good. It was, uh, I'm not going to spoil anything, but I'll have mm. to speak carefully not to. 
So what was wonderful about it is obviously, you know, Better Call Saul takes place before Breaking Bad. Right. At the beginning of the first season, like the very first thing you see is black and white and it's Saul somewhere in the future. It's Saul Goodman, um, Bob Odenkirk, somewhere in the future, post Breaking Bad, working at the Cinnabon in Nebraska. And Mm. then they almost never bring you back to that. And then they take you back in time to like how his story starts in Albuquerque. And it's fascinating. Just, just some of the best written television. Just, I mean, their whole, let me, let me not get too ahead of myself. So it's just some of the best written television. And then when you consider the fact that it's part of an entire story arc told like star Wars style, where they start in the middle with breaking bad, it's more of like the it's like the middle third plus another fifth, whatever that is statistically, Alan. That's like the Breaking Bad portion is the middle third plus mm-hmm. an additional fifth towards the, 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 the later end. And then Saul is the first third and then the rest of the, th- the third third. That's what Saul is. I'm so confused. How is that confusing? <laughs> so no, got, Better Call it. Saul starts off before Breaking Bad. And it's just, I mean, just such good story. Do you need to get your phone, Alan? Oh, sorry. No, <laughs> it's okay. Um, the breaking. I see. This is what happens. My little brain. <laughs> Cat turd. When you start putting this things into thirds and fifth, I think of the song, uh, the major third, the minor fifth. Mister Taco Penis. Mister Taco Penis. Mister Taco Penis. Mister Taco Penis. Okay, that's what I heard. All right. Uh, where are we? Oh, Breaking Bad. Uh, so, so Better Call Saul. So Better Better Call Saul is so good. Like, I mean, the 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 storyline starting from uh, Saul's Jimmy's original story, um, just the whole time, just so many bad decisions, but in ways yeah. that, that the characters that they've written complete like they wouldn't do anything else. Like if they wrote it differently, you'd be like they wouldn't do that. So it's. And it's just so, so frustrating to watch. You know how Curb is funny because it's watching him destroy social interactions. Why is your phone still making? Sense? I don't. I, I don't can't. know. I'm trying okay. to stop. All right. Yeah. It's from. It's, yeah, it's, I know. I know what you mean about Curb. Yes. Um, it does that in the same way that Curb is with comedy, that this show. Uh, but then it ties. It ties you into, like. Like I think I said before, you're like, okay, well, Breaking Bad's going to start happening timeline-wise pretty soon. What's going to happen to these people? And then you find out how, and it's done so well. And then mm-hmm. it ends up wrapping up later in time than you'd think. And in a sense, it just kind of it expanded out the universe of what Breaking Bad was told in in a way that didn't cheapen Breaking Bad at all. It, it it gave more context to all the characters you already knew. And it was written in the same way that you loved about Breaking Bad. It wasn't like half-ass anything. It wasn't a knockoff of shit. It was an expansion of what you liked about Breaking Bad with some of the characters you already knew and then some new people. And all those new people might as... It just, they exist within the Breaking Bad universe. And I, I freaking love, I love it. Like, it makes me want to go back and watch that mediocre El Camino movie again. Uh, i i I, I do have to say because it's sort of like there's a i I used to always call it a denouement a denouement um there isn't quite a denouement but the energy wise it doesn't you know breaking bad ended with oh i said i wasn't gonna spoil anything
Don't spoil <gasps> it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll I'll edit that because young thrash lad's listening. Uh, to mm. he's watching yeah, Breaking don't Bad. Spoil it for yeah, me. yeah. Uh, anyway, so it doesn't end with the extreme hype that Breaking Bad does. I can't don't no no. Um, but the way that it does end is very satisfying. So I, I highly recommend Better Call Saul. I have not ruined Better Call Saul, but I have possibly ruined Breaking Bad for you. I hope uh, you can forgive me. Alan, do you want to get yes. into America's favorite par- party game? Yeah, which one are we playing today? Uh, we're going to do... I have another one that I'm going to have to... Uh, so uh, listener Punk Rock Bob Foster sent a link of a guy doing pokemon pokemons or prescription drugs but oh i didn't want to steal his i like that act, so i need to look for more of them and, and make it our own but you know we'll say i like that i like that a i'm lot down too. for that i know i'm excited for that yeah um okay well let's go to our pottery barn or house members. house members so i'm looking at is it going to be one house member and two couches or is it going to be Two house members and one couch. Uh, two house members, one couch. <laughs> two girls, one cup. Got it. Okay. That's it. You made it gross. Uh, <laughs> have I done? Have I done Gary Parter Palmer? Have I done? I've spoiled it. I've ruined it. <laughs> the feast. It's ruined. The feast. It's ruined. Okay. I have. My eyes go to the same places every time. <laughs> okay, I have I have Jake Chesterfield, Gary Palmer, and Jeff Jackson. Sorry, Jeffrey Jackson. Jake okay. Chesterfield, Gary Palmer, and Jeffrey Jackson. Why did it highlight it in red? I don't know. Okay. Jake Chesterfield, Gary Palmer, Jeffrey Jackson. So one of these is two sofas. And the other two are house members. Yeah, two of them are real names, and the other name is made by taking two Pottery Barn sofa names and putting them together. Why have we never just said it like that before? Yeah, I don't. So Jake and Gary don't feel like couches. Jeffrey doesn't really either, but that seems more likely. So I'm gonna say, wait, but there's yeah, okay, okay. I'm gonna say which one's the sofa? Jake. Yeah, I'm gonna say that the sofa is Jeffrey Jackson. I win. I haven't won oh, in no. like a month of fucking Sundays. Dude, D- Alan, Google who Jeffrey Jackson is. Okay. Like, is there a, there's a sofa named Jake? Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing, Pottery Barn? Representing the 14th district of, uh, where? Oh, North Carolina. Take oh, your shirt guy? off, twist it around your head like a helicopter. Hell yeah, it is. It's this guy. So here's what happens when a member of Congress yeah, gets arrested. That guy, okay. yeah, that's <laughs> what happens when a member of Congress gets arrested. <laughs> Wait, so which one was the couch? Uh, Jake Chesterfield. There's a Jake. So there's a couch, couch name. Yeah, yeah, we got lucky. That's there. weird. Yeah, don't put that. I would never in your have memory. guessed that. Yeah, well, forget about that because that's that might be my go-to. <laughs> <laughs> can I? Can I just ask you a question? We'll get going. Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, of course. okay, good. I'm not bothering you. No. <laughs> This isn't bugging you? Okay. No. Did you know Louis Farrakhan has a Spotify page? Oh, God. No, I did not know that. No. He does. Somebody didn't make one of him. He actually made it. He, himself. as an artist, has a Spotify page. 
Oh, violin concerto so in like 1993. There's like That's two. In- there, yeah, there's there's two songs. He has 59 monthly listeners. Alan, we're doing better on Spotify. Louis <laughs> <Lewis> Farrakhan. <laughs> do you want to do you want to guess his Calypso name? He sang Calypso. That even... sorry, I didn't mean to tell you. He he sang Calypso also. Okay. His name was Calypso Gene. You should have said Jake Chesterfield. Ah, good night, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> All right, man. Cheers. We'll talk to you in a couple Cheers. days. All right. See you. When a guy's banging you. Y'all let me in this damn house. Oh, how about that? Come in the name of peace. L-M-F-A-O. Is Kevin McCarthy a moron? And if so, why? Why would you say something that stupid? I come without explanations or solutions. I'm a very sexy lady. Cat turd. I will not suffer this harlot (laughs) how great an anti-american marxist ted cruz go fuck yourself read the news china is asshole god bless the united states (laughs) now this is podcasting